Time for news therapy. This is where we get you insights into the psychology behind social issues. Please be joined once again on the line, the professor of psychiatry at Chai University School of Medicine and Chaum Life Center, Dr. Won and Su. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Won. We're going to talk about the so-called Corona Blues. There's been an increase in the number of people actually turning to alcohol to cope with this phenomenon. This has resulted in uh, almost 80,000 people getting treated for alcohol dependence. And it seems as though this is a growing trend among young women in their 20s and 30s. So in, in the midst of this pandemic, why do you think the rate of people getting treatment for alcohol dependence is increasing nowadays? Well, I think we can look at this situation from two perspectives. Uh, one is there were actually a lot of people who did have drinking issues even before the pandemic, but weren't exposed as they didn't seek out for treatment. The second is there has been an actual increase in the number of people drinking problematically due to the pandemic. Um, so alcohol is no doubt a, a big part of the Korean culture mm. um, in so much as, um, as an example, although it's no longer possible now due to the pandemic, um, which is colleagues gathering for drinks after working hours, used to be considered as a, a sort of unofficial extension of the work. It was considered natural to have regular and frequent drinking gatherings. So I think Koreans tend to be lenient when it comes to alcohol consumption. So whether it's hesik or drinking with your friends, drinking two, three times a week uh, wouldn't be considered completely out of the ordinary, even when um, the Korean drinking culture normally means not just stopping at the first round, which we call ucha, but also going on to ucha, hamcha, etc. So the amount of alcohol consumption would be considerable throughout the night. So normally when people with this drinking pattern were to visit a psychiatric outpatient clinic, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be because of their drinking patterns, but because of some other issues such as anxiety or insomnia. Um, but the CDC defines heavy drinking as consuming eight or more drinks um, per week for women and 15 or more um, per week for men. So a lot of Koreans have been drinking excessively without realizing it. But in many cases, I could see that people were um, self-medicating their symptoms with alcohol. Um, for instance, some would have insomnia symptoms but would drink heavily at drinking gatherings and would try to alleviate the sleep problems that um, were awaiting them at night. And others would have have mild depressive symptoms, but would attempt to self-elevate their mood by drinking. But because there was a legitimate reason, such as drinking appointments for such frequent and um, excessive drinking, a lot of people would not consider themselves as having alcohol-related issues. But during this pandemic, it's been difficult to have these sort of gatherings. And now those who've been drinking at social gatherings are starting to drink home alone. And they're realizing they need to drink a certain amount of alcohol to control um, their mood and sleep, etc. But to drink heavily two, three times or more home alone does even to themselves start to feel problematic. So they try to cut down or quit, but are unable to do so as when they don't drink, their um, sleep problems and mood symptoms seem to uh, be harder to control. So that's when they realize they need help. And that may be why more people are coming in with alcohol-related issues nowadays. And a second perspective is 
there is an actual increase in the number of people uh, developing alcohol-related conditions during Mm. this pandemic. As we've talked about numerously, this whole pandemic situation is a major stress factor, especially as it's lasting for so long. And uh, the secondary effects, such as financial difficulties, are really taking a toll on the mass majority. So more and more people are suffering from clinically significant depressive symptoms. And this is in turn leading to unhealthy coping behaviors such as excessive drinking. Mm -hmm. And as I've mentioned, many are using alcohol as self-medication for the symptoms of depression, um, such as insomnia and anxiety. And some are even saying they're drinking to uh, alleviate the feelings of loneliness and boredom. Now, you you mentioned a lot of people use alcohol as a self-medicating method for anxiety, insomnia, etc. Alcohol may have some sort of short-lived effect on these symptoms uh, for for example, you might have a nightcap to, just to help you fall asleep. But I heard actu- alcohol actually worsens these symptoms. Is that right? Yes, definitely. Uh, alcohol works on numerous neurotransmitters. That's um, chemicals in the brain. And that's why it has sedative effects and mood-altering effects. For insomnia, alcohol may help you fall asleep but it actually disrupts your sleep quality. It's known to negatively influence your deep sleep. So various studies have reported alcohol consumption to lead to a decrease in restorative sleep. It has a so-called rebound effect on sleep. Once it starts leaving your body at night after you've fallen asleep, um, your body rebounds even more in the opposite direction, that is uh, wakefulness. And this is why some people who have a cocktail or two before bed might find themselves wide awake around 2 a.m. Mm. Um, also, alcohol influences chemicals that control your emotions. So intermittent, um, moderate amounts of alcohol may have mood-elevating effects of some. However, continuous consumption in large amounts, it really disrupts your reward system and mood-regulating systems in the brain and can um, exacerbate the feelings of depression and anxiety. So drinking because you feel down or anxious is really just adding insult to the injury. Now, it has, as we mentioned briefly, that women in their 20s and 30s are particularly being influenced uh, by alcohol-related problems. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it could be because women are known to be more prone to mood disorders such as depression and anxiety disorders compared to women because of various biological and environmental factors. And especially during this pandemic, it's been reported that more women compared to men have lost um, the source of income for reasons such as the proportion of females working in service-related industries being higher than men. A lot of women are experiencing stress more so due to such um, circumstances. And stress is the main factor that leads to depression. So resultingly, Increases in the rate of depression during this pandemic have been reported to be much higher in females compared to males. That's why I think a lot of women are self-medicating um, their depression and anxiety with alcohol, uh, hence the increase in prevalence of alcohol-related conditions. Yeah, it's not a demographic you normally associate. That's probably a wrong perception uh, with mm-hmm. uh, heavy alcohol dependence, but certainly the sign of the times here. Uh, I wish we could get to, to the, the final points here, but uh, we are unfortunately out of time, Dr. One. But thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining us as always and look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thank you for having me. 
That's going to do it for our program. Our producers are Kang Jin-soo and Kim Jae-sun. Our writers are An Yu-jung, Song Eun-ji, and Song Yi-won. Coming up next, we've got Life Abroad, hosted by Na Seung-yeon. Stay tuned for that. We are going to be back at 7 a.m. tomorrow for another edition of This Morning. Good luck to everyone taking the sunung. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.